the more clear you can be about this story, the better shot that you have at getting where you want to go. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome back to the Roxy Talks podcast. I hope you had a nice holiday season and made it through to the best of your ability and no judges, even if you didn't, because we are learning and growing every day and that is all that matters. So today I wanted to talk about rewriting our definitions of ourselves and of course, by extension, the people around us and, you know, for those who are working on relationships, romantic or otherwise, you know, um, working on rewriting the people in our lives as well so that we are not subjected to ideas and notions that we may have set in motion for ourselves, but don't necessarily uh, resonate with any longer or want to continue manifesting. So today that's what we're talking about is kind of how you can change your own definition of yourself and the other people around you, and of course, by extension, change your world. So when I was preparing for this episode, something really interesting happened. So I'll kind of, I'm going to like play it out in real time so you guys can kind of see like what it was like for me. But basically I was, um, you know, doing my notes and stuff and I'm thinking, okay, so we're talking about rewriting ourselves. Base thing I have to talk about first thing is our self-concept because our self-concept affects our manifesting, of course, because the you that you define yourself as is the you that is manifesting. So how you think about your abilities to achieve what you want, your value, your worthiness, how the world treats and responds to you, all of that shit is your manifested world. Right. So I'll even show my little notes if you're on the. Oh, you can't fucking see that. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I put your manifested world in all caps because I was like, okay, this, this, this phrase really resonated in my mind. And I was like, okay, your manifested world. And I started thinking, like, it just made so much sense to me in a way that, like, uh, I'll get to, right? So my normal action uh, process of action is whenever I think of something like this, that's like profound in my mind or is like a, you know, a specific phrase, I will Google it to see if it's something already because, you know, I don't want to lay claim to something that's already been out there. Um, and you know, kind of like misstep or, or if it is already out there, then I want to give credit. Like I just, you know, I'm an artist and I don't like to take people's shit without, you know, saying, Hey, by the way, this, this idea comes from this person. So 
I Googled manifested world because I wanted to see if that's, you know, a thing, like how many people have talked about manifested world. So I saw a song, I saw a couple of videos, and then I saw this really cool piece of art and a quote. And I thought the quote was really nice. And um, I'm going to read that to you here in a minute. But what happened was, is the quote, the person who who said this quote, they weren't um, credited. So I was like, okay, who, who said this shit? Because this is smart. It's pretty. I read it to my husband. I was like, this is really pretty. So I read it to him and I was like, okay. So I Googled the whole quote and it led me to Miss Alice Bailey. And this is somebody I had never heard before, heard of before. And apparently, which I should have, because she was one of the first people to use the term new age. And she has been, um, excuse me, has been, she, she was alive in the beginning of the last century. Um, and, uh, she wrote books from 1919 to 1949. And she was creating this kind of content a hundred years ago. Right. So, uh, people always ask me like, who can I read? What books do you read? And like, to be honest, like I don't have time to read a lot. I I do like to read. I just don't really have that much like time to like sit down and read something. I always feel like, okay, there's something that could be done. Um, so I don't get to read much. And like, if I do like consume any sort of law of attraction content or even like quantum physics stuff, it's usually through YouTube or I'm listening, right? So I'm listening to stuff. So, um, I don't really have an answer. I've read a few books of Law of Attraction or (laughs) – that made me sound so stupid. I have read a few books um, in the manifestation and uh, Law of Attraction sphere, not a ton, less than 10. So I don't have a lot of things to – to suggest to people. So for one, go check out Alice Bailey because I started to get lost in her shit just while I was preparing because it was so interesting. And it's like, this is a hundred years old. You know, the thing I'm I'm about to read you is from 1930. So it's really cool. Just, you know, like, again, we've been saying this shit for we, I'm lumping myself in with her because I'm here also trying to share and transmit this message to, you know, the people at large. So any hoodles, Alice Bailey is my new bitch. I am a fan and I'm going to start reading her stuff. Um, really, really interesting, really pretty writing. So, um, you know, her stuff is about chakras and the densities and the soul and manifesting. And again, it's beautiful writing and it's all a hundred years old, roughly hundred, you know, to 80, 50 years old. So, um, that's not mathing, right? 60, 70. You get my, you get my drift guys. Okay. So any hoodles, I'm going to read this, this quote comes from Alice Bailey's book, The Soul and Its Mechanism, which that in itself, I told my husband, I was like, I was just led to this. Like I was implanted with this phrase, the manifested world, which led me to Google this woman, which led to this book of hers called The Soul and Its Mechanism. And it's like me trying to figure out the soul and what the fuck it is, is like something I deal with on the daily basis. So just this whole situation was really fucking cool and really interesting. The the universe led me here. So here is the quote that I found by Alice Bailey. She says, the entire manifested world arises from energy and the cofactors, substance and consciousness. All that is seen from the tiniest grain of sand to the widest sweep of starry heaven from a savage to a Buddha or a Christ, all are outgrowths of energy Matter is energy in its densest or lowest form. Spirit is the same energy in its highest or most subtle form. So matter is spirit descending and debased. Spirit, conversely, is matter ascending and glorified. 
So I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. I love it. And so I'm like looking up, okay, okay, does she – so then I'm like, okay, when was the – when were the raw materials channeled? Because, you know, the seven densities and all that stuff, I – just like, was she listening to that? No, no, no. The raw materials were channeled in what was the eighties. And of course this, like I said, this was written in 1930. So, um, I found a website that has like all, all of her stuff on it. Just Google her. She sounds so far. I'm just really, really excited. And I'm going to start reading her stuff starting with this book. The, um, let me say it again. Here it is. The soul and its mechanism. And let me just tell you, as somebody who is somewhat connected to my intuition and has been, I have been consciously manifesting for a year and a half straight. I know that sounds weird to say, but like, you know, just deliberately every single day, keeping it going. Um, like basically you could think I've been playing volleyball and the ball hasn't touched the ground for a year is what I'm trying to say. A year and a half straight. And that's what I'm trying to say is like, I've been doing this shit like seriously for a while now. And I am always intending that I'm learning and growing and understanding things. And I'm on the leading edge. I'm on the cutting edge. I'm, I am the leading edge. I am leading with knowledge that no one's heard before. Right. So this is something that I'm manifesting. And just to be sent this information, you know, the soul and its mechanism, when that's something I'm really currently actively looking to understand, um, that's manifestation right there. And I was just sent this, this phrase, which led me to Google this person that has been, you know, writ wrote books a hundred years ago that I should have already read. Um, but I'm going to read them now. It's never too late. And, you know, she's got 24 books on esoteric philosophy. So check her out. It's cool, really cool stuff. So anywho, back to what I was saying, right? The self, the I, that identification that equals your personal manifested world. Okay. So personal manifested world which is your version of reality. I want you to think of this concept. I'm going to refer to it kind of like my own version of Neville Goddard's living in the end. Okay. So when I say your personal manifested world, what I mean is your chosen reality, you living in it, like living in the end, you're being it now. This is your personal world. Okay. So we're in our own personal manifested world already, but I want you to think about this like the chosen world. Okay. I want this to be the idea of like where I actually want to live. That's where we're at. So let's even expand this and call this our chosen manifested world. Okay. So when we think of this, I, this me, this self, this manifested world, we're living in this place that we've created unintentionally. It's not our fault. You know, we don't know we're manifesting for a large, you know, till, till now, maybe, maybe today's your first day. Who knows? Either way, it's not your fault. We're all figuring it out at the same time. So this I, this person, this me, we tend to think that this person or this character who we're playing in every moment of every day has a backstory and has a demeanor, just like any character in a book or a movie. We think that we must maintain this character or that we are somehow bound to it, its habits, its illnesses, its ways of thinking and living. We think that we are that and that we have to be that and we have to maintain it and carry it throughout our lifestyle, throughout our lifetimes. But that's the ruse. That's the fucking gag, right? You don't actually have to be that person anymore if you don't want to be. Or, of course, we can improve upon it. We can add to it. We can shut it down and restart it up. It doesn't really matter. It's all your choice and your perception of yourself and your definition of yourself. So 
it's really important that when we're talking about rewriting ourselves, we understand that like we're already doing the like the the self writing like we're kind of been like writing out this this character description and a script for our entire lives and we're still writing it right now you're writing it so we want to change obviously if we want to change that we need to get really here we got three steps right rewriting ourselves first thing we need a game plan we need the game plan who are we going to be now what do we want to think about? How do we want to think about it? How are we going to react to our triggers? How do people treat us? What opportunities are available to us? The more clear you can be about this story, the better shot that you have at getting where you want to go. The next thing we need to do is take these characteristics and be them now. We need to adopt these ideas, these habits, all that stuff now. You need to say you have it, say you are it now. We can't be sitting around looking and waiting for it to happen to us. We need to be the happening. When you become the happening, shit happens, okay? Finally, we need to make sure that we are not letting our 3D world fool us. Nothing is permanent. It's all malleable, everything, okay? So shaping your mind and your reactions and your definitions of yourself as you are navigating the world in real time is how you are going to become that version that you decided in step one you were going to be, right? This game plan. This is how we're going to apply it. We are going to physically and intentionally switch our thinking behaviors and reactions in a new direction or definition while we are experiencing the contrary or the 3D world or the current reality. And this is an ongoing process and practice. And I personally have been working on my new definition of myself like I just mentioned, for a year and a half straight. I changed my entire life and who I was. I became a new version of me. You can ask like Malachi, my music producer. I talk about him a lot. He's one of my closest friends. We've known each other for a really long time. And even he's like, you know, you became a different person. He was like, we just talked the other night and he was like, he's like, you know, you said, I'm going to do this thing, yada, yada, yada. He's like, you disappeared for like four months and you came out and emerged as like a different person. And I really did. I really did. I decided who I was going to be. And, and not that like, I didn't have a clear idea of who that bitch was, but I decided I was her, right? Like I decided, I was like, no, 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 no. Okay. We are this now. This is it. One of the, the, realizations I remember clearly having was the longer it takes me to step into this role, the longer the people that I'm out there to help. I knew I'd be helping people. I knew I would be there. So that wasn't the question. The question was, how long was I going to make them wait? How long was I going to make my very first client wait? I almost said her name just because I want to be like, <laughs> how long am I going to make blah wait? But you know, I don't need, I don't want to blow up anybody's spot, you know, but let's just, how long there was a first client and I knew there would be. And now there's been hundreds, if not thousands, if you count the courses and all that stuff, like, and millions if we're talking about the channel. So really, there, ha there was a one, and, and hopefully there's going to be a billionth and a trillionth, who knows? So 
that part wasn't in question. What was in question was like, when am I going to see that? When am I going to step into it and stop worrying about all the little shit, the hows and the whens and, and the money and the, the things that weren't important to that story? I didn't need a dime to help people, right? I just needed to understand that when I followed my path, the tools that come along with that path are already there in existence. The, the road is already laid. I just need to walk it. So anything that comes along with that reality, the trappings of that reality are already there. I just need to get myself there too. I don't need to worry about bringing that stuff to me. I need to worry about getting my ass there essentially. So I started scripting on sticky notes. I was just writing sentences on sticky notes. I didn't really even realize what scripting was at the time. I'd never really heard. Of, I mean, I probably had heard of it, but I didn't give it any mind. I think, oh yeah, I remember now. I was like, that was when I thought like scripting was, you know, the five by 55 or whatever. You just like write a sentence over and over. And to me, that's just never been my thing. I didn't really, didn't really keep my attention. So I couldn't maintain it, but I would write these sentences on pieces of paper and I would make these lists of, of what I wanted my life to be. And I knew I wanted to be 100% self-sufficient. I knew I wanted all of the money that came that I earned to come from me and my ideas and my thoughts alone and nobody else. I wanted it all to come from me. And now as I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, it can come from other, but like, let's, let's expand that and let's let money come from all kinds of different sources as it does. But it's not just me, but my ideas, my concepts, my products have certainly opened the floodgates to that. And I appreciate, and I'm glad that they're still making money and that all kinds of money is coming through from other places, right? So this right there, which you just saw was like basically in the moment revision. That's me right there refusing to tell my old story. And I'm not even going to tell you what my old story was, but let's just say, you know, things were not as abundant and we were just make barely making ends meet and it was all to make this happen. So it did. My self-concept changed. I will no longer think of myself in ways that are limiting if I catch it, right? Like I'm going to work on making sure that I'm not doing it consciously. And if I catch myself saying something that, oh yeah, I don't have to say that about myself, I change it immediately. And that's the practice and the ongoing process is that I'm never not doing that. I'm never not on duty for that process. Even when I am reacting, which even last week I talked about, like I'll let myself react. I'm doing it with a time limit. I know that I'm reacting and I know that it's not for long. And I also know that, again, no matter what, it's still working out for me. So I'm going to go ahead and let some steam off so that I can move past this and continue on my road to abundance and greatness and everything wonderful and everything working out for me. Um, and that's really what rewriting myself has done. And and I'll and I'll say as a caveat, like I always knew that I would be successful at what I did, but I thought a lot of contradictory <laughs> contradictory thoughts along the way. And I would say, you know, that's why things took a lot longer. But at the same time, like, you know, I'm right where I needed to need to be at exactly the right moment. So did they take longer or did they take exactly the right amount of time? I'm not sure. I'm just going to, of course, intend and say, of course they took the exact amount of time because I needed to walk every step of that path to have all of the knowledge and connections. And, and I don't even, even mean like interpersonal connections. I mean just like mental connections and, and, and connecting dots and drawing conclusions and stuff like that that makes what I do or, or excuse me, makes me good at what I do. And um, 
again, it's like I just I choose to only talk about myself in ways like this because there's no reason not to. There's no reason to talk about stuff that, you know, might be shortcomings or to relish in things that I don't like because it's just going to manifest. And I don't want that. My manifesting never turns off. So that means that my controlling of my self-concept can never turn off. I must always continue to, to control that narrative no matter what happens. Otherwise, my autopilot kicks in. We all know what our autopilot does. We all have a different um, idle or neutral, if you will. If you've ever driven a stick shift, you know, neutral, where you're just kind of like <laughs> sitting there. You could go forwards or go backwards if you're on a hill. We don't know. If you're just sitting there, you could stay there all day. So if you're on a flat piece of land, right, you could stay all day. My point is we all have our, our neutral level, our, our just like regular ass, regular, regular self. And that version is what you get if you're not being, uh, if you're not choosing which version you want to be, you get that. So, and that's not so bad for most of us. Um, hopefully and just intend that it's not also, you can do that. And it's just, it's really about the mental clarity and strength and focus and dedication and willingness to keep your concept of self and everyone around you in check. Okay. So if we're talking about other people, the first thing I need to say is that rewriting other people is easy. Getting a new version or them to do something you want is easy. People make this shit so fucking hard. Like I can't tell you and I don't know why it's coming back to money again, but it's telling me to talk about money. I can't tell you how much money people have spent just for me to explain to them this concept, which they've already been doing this into their entire lives. And I don't mean just manifesting. I'm specifically talking about relationships with other people. Now, I know that like we don't have this knowledge to begin with. You know, obviously it's it's not necessarily given to us, but once we do. It's really important that we use it to our advantage. There's no reason not to. You can. The opportunity is there. So don't think that changing a person or getting them to do what you want is hard. It's not. It's so easy. And this, I'm going to prove it to you right here, okay? We tend to think that manifesting things is easier than manifesting people to do things, right? But if you really think about things... Everything, pretty much, I'm sure there are outliers and stuff, but I'm going to say, go out and say like, what, I'm not, I'm going to make up a number. Let's say 95. She sounds pretty today. 95% of things that you manifest must be facilitated through a person because things don't move, right? Things are inanimate. So in order for them to be animated, they must be moved or brought to you by a person. So when you think you're manifesting a thing, you are really manifesting a person to give you that thing, right? Here's a couple examples. One time on Mindset Monday, that's my live chat. If you haven't watched it, that's where I go live on YouTube every Monday at noon-ish, hard on the ish, PST. Um, one time on Mindset Monday, I talked about getting a lemonade, manifesting a lemonade or drinking a lemonade or something like that. And then my husband came in like 20 minutes later and handed me a lemonade out of nowhere. And that's not something that he normally would do and he's never done it since. And it just was like crazy. I was like, oh my God, this is instant manifestation, right? So that lemonade was manifested and brought to me, facilitated by my husband. I didn't think about him when I spoke about the lemonade, but he was the closest person to me and probably the quickest way for me to get a lemonade in my possession. And he did. 
he did that. Actually, this is a really good time to mention that we have a brand new workshop coming up. Many of you have been asking for a follow-up to our first super successful live scripting workshop. So we wanted to bring you something focused around scripting and affirmations so that you can manifest your ideal 2021 be live. New Year, New You workshop, Saturday, January 9th at 12 p.m. PST. We've got general admission tickets plus a limited amount of VIP tickets that will allow you to have guaranteed screen time, live coaching with me answering your specific question on the workshop. And either way, whether you get the general admission ticket or the VIP ticket, you're going to be able to tailor this experience to suit your needs because we're all about custom manifestation and affirmations that work for you specifically, instilling practices and ideas and notions and stories that are going to help you experience the 2021 that you want to have. We're releasing the baggage of 2020. We are reclaiming our power for a whole new us in the brand new year. So if you are somebody who loves getting creative around the new year with goal setting and intention setting, and you want to lay down some powerful manifestation techniques to bring in what it is that you want for yourself, this workshop is for you. Make sure you head to my website, roxytalks.com and sign up. There's only a limited amount of VIP tickets and they are selling fast. Here's another example. If I'm talking about you know, all oh, this money. I'm a billionaire. I'm a trillionaire. I'm a millionaire. It doesn't really matter, right? I'm abundant in money. My businesses are taking off. Their money's coming through, yada, yada, yada. I'm self-sufficient, right? Where does that money come from? That comes from me manifesting clients and sponsorships or whatever, right? That money comes from other people bringing it to me some way, shape, or form. So, when you really think about it, manifesting people is so easy. It's easier, in my opinion, than manifesting a thing because a thing has to be facilitated through a person in general terms. Like I said, I'm sure there are other accounts, but when you really start thinking about it, like it just, it's stuff comes through people and messages come through people and information comes through people a lot of times if you're not accepting it through your own connection. So, don't say that it's hard. It's the easiest thing. Intend that. Say that. Manifesting a person is so easy. Re rewriting a person is easy. Getting someone to, to behave the way I intend is easy. We do it all the time. So let me just take this moment real fast to just like clean someone up real fast. Loves, adores, great, great personality, kind, giving, generous. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yes. Okay, great. So I just want to take, you know, anytime I remember to grab the reins, I'm going to. And that's what you just witnessed right there. And a lot of times I really try to um, just be, be uh, transparent with, my, with, with you when I'm rewriting and, and reshaping so you can see how I do it. And this is what I do all day long. It's not, it's not necessarily hard. It's just it takes paying attention. I'm paying attention to what I'm saying and what I'm thinking and, and making sure that what I'm doing is not detrimental to my overall goals in life in general. So when we're talking about other people, do not for a second think that they are bound to the story they've been playing out, okay? 
Don't think that because they have free will that you can't do this, okay? So they do have free will, but they have it in their personal manifested world. Remember we talked about that earlier? But not in yours. Only you have that total control in your personal manifested world, right? Does that make sense? That's why I really want you to think about this idea that you are manifesting your world, you are creating it, it is yours alone, and you are in charge there. And even though there are other people that come in contact with you, the way it's it's uh, programmed and set up, which I don't know, I'm not a programmer, I wasn't there when they set earth up, but the way that it seems to work is that in your reality, you choose which versions of them they come in, you come in contact with, and in their reality, they choose which versions of you they come in contact with. How those meet up, whether or not we are operating cognizant in each one of those versions, I don't know. That part really weirds me out, but it doesn't really matter because I'm only in this one. So, you know, if someone's out there manifesting a different version of me, well, it ain't this one. I can tell you that, right? Like, so I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know how it works, but I don't really need to know how it works in, in order to use it in my favor. And that's another big takeaway. I hope that everyone really gets here is like, you know, it doesn't matter how or when or why. It's just like fucking say that it's doing what you want it to do. And it will. Who gives a fuck how or why? Why would you? Who cares? Who cares? I mean, yeah, we we want to know and have the answers, but do we fucking need them to do it? No. We just need to say that it is. And bitch, you can intend that you do get the answers, but it doesn't need to be the only thing that we're after or it doesn't have to be an end all be all. Just, you know, intend you get the answers and things work out for you. You can do all that stuff at once because right now you're intending that you don't have the answers and things aren't working out for you. You're doing it the same time. So we just need to be aware of what thoughts we're thinking about what particular subjects and make sure that it matches up to the reality we want to be in. Make sure that it, it is congruent to the personal chosen manifested reality, okay? So when you are working on changing the definition of a person, do the same steps I mentioned above about changing yourself, right? Let's even go through them. Get a game plan together. Do it now. Adopt the ideas and notions now. Don't wait around for the 3D world to tell you. And then finally, third, don't let the 3D world fool you. If it's showing you something that isn't that, just persist in your new chosen manifested world and it will conform. It has to. So decide who they are and then don't go back on your word. Meaning, don't react to them or act like they are the old version. If you have rewritten them, assume that they are in the process or on the way to becoming that. And remember what Alice Bailey said in that quote about matter it's dense, and dense things sometimes take a minute to get through. Really, if you think about it, think about a dense forest. Think about a dense forest, and then think about a forest with like three trees in it. You know, like it would be a lot more of a job to get through something denser than something. You know, think about putting your hand through a brick versus putting your hand through a cloud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So dense things sometimes take a minute to get through. So don't be discouraged. Keep persisting in in that, you know, personal manifested world of your choice, basically. I like that. Manifested world of your choice. Yeah. Your personal manifested world of your choice. Whatever you want to think about it. Just remember, this is like my way of explaining that it's the world you say. And it's the world you're narrating in your head. So if you don't like what you're seeing, change the narration. And that goes for any person, any situation, any situ anything you're experiencing. So how we do this in real time when you're, when you're in the moment with somebody or an experience that you want to change, what you need to do is 
neutralize yourself. We need to go within or go internal in a productive way, not be in our heads like swirling and bullshit, but more like controlling the swirl, right? Like if it's swirling, it better be swirling around lots and lots of money and success and happiness, right? Let it swirl in that shit because that's all that we have time for. So steady that stream, calm yourself. And I mean the stream of consciousness, steady it, calm yourself, realize, oh shit, I'm doing this. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Calm yourself down. Don't react. Try to be as neutral as possible. Center yourself. Again, realize this is all part of that script of your life we were talking about earlier. And this character is just playing out what was written for them. And right now they're doing, they're giving an Oscar winning performance. So good. You're believing that your own script that you wrote, you are a Scorsese and you are watching Leo play that role. Okay. That's what's happening. So don't get caught up. I mean, get caught up in the beauty of it. Wow. I did that. I wrote that. Wow. That's beautiful. It's coming out. It's exactly the way I said, but that's as much attention as we can give it. And then realize that, Hey, Leo. Oh, Hey, mangoes. Oh, okay. Realize that you can simply switch that script up and, you know, go work through that density, but know that the the, the actor is going to get the lines eventually. I just flipped the script on you. I can't totally expect you to get it right away, but you're a good ass actor. You're studying the script in real time. And I know that eventually you're going to say the right line at the right place. Of course, why wouldn't you? So action, get back to work. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're doing a great job. You're doing exactly what I said you're supposed to do. And here's some more script for you to, to work on. Okay. We've got a little bit of a rewrite. Here's the new story. You're actually attentive, kind, caring, awesome, funny, um, easy going, easy to get along with, whatever the fuck you want, you know, like just change that story and then don't let them trigger you or trick you into thinking that your script is not still being played out. Remember that, that actor needs a minute to get the lines down, but damn it, Leo's going to come back even. Oh, I just realized I was talking about Leonardo DiCaprio and my dog is named Leo. And I like said hi to him in the middle of that. That was, that was a little weird. Have I talked about how I'm kind of related to Leonardo DiCaprio, but not at all, but also kind of. He's my blood first cousin's first cousin on his dad's side. <laughs> so he's not related to me, but I'm first cousins with his first cousin. So anywho's, um, where the fuck was I? We're so on track and so folky. Okay. So anyways, change them up. Keep the thoughts congruent again, match them up to your chosen personal manifested world, AKA persist in the story. They are going to get that script. Eventually just give them time. Don't freak out and, you know, pull a so-and-so and be like, you're not fucking doing my script. Don't do that. Let them do the script. Give them time as the actor, as the artist to get comfortable with the new character, the new characterization, the new script dialogue, whatever it is. And then they'll play it out for you if you're patient and allow them to adapt to the new script. Because maybe you're writing new scripts every day, or maybe you've written the same script for so long that they're not ready for change yet. And that's okay. And I'm just thinking of ways that we can rationalize in our mind that it might take a little bit longer than immediate. But sometimes it is immediate. Sometimes you have an actor who can just switch on the spot and that's great too. And even if you don't just intend that you do, right? Cause you're controlling the narrative all the way along. So if you're seeing them not really react or conform, wow, they conformed so fast. Damn, they picked that up. Damn, they picked up the new story so fast. I'm so proud of you. That's my best actor on set. Proud of you. Change the story up. Okay. Cause you're always 
always narrating and you're always choosing your manifested world, whether you realize it or not. So choose something that actually works for you, okay? By the way, if you're looking to really start overhauling your life, you should check out my 30 Days of Alignment Challenge. This is what I created to actually change my entire life and is how I became so good at manifesting what I want. The challenge itself is about building productive habits that keep you aligned with your desired reality while helping you navigate your everyday life. So if making manifestation an actual practice is a priority for you, something that you're ready to perfect and grow, check out my 30 days of alignment challenge at my website. I have a completely free version that is great. It's exactly what I used to solidify my practice and discipline myself. But if you want a little extra help from me guiding you along the way, I've also got an upgraded version with 30 daily videos that set you on the right path each and every day with me being your cheerleader every step of the way. Both the free version and the upgraded version are wonderful and will absolutely help you develop your own personal practice, helping you achieve everything you've ever wanted for yourself. And both are available at my website, roxytalks.com. So now we are going to head to our favorite segment, Dear Roxy, where I'm going to read one of your burning questions about manifestation. This comes directly from the community. So let's hear. We're going to pick one at random. As soon as my phone wants to cooperate. (laughs) Come on. There she goes. All right. Scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> this person, I just, I have to read this because it's funny. This person said, while I was writing the question, I answered myself as if you were the one answering. Interesting. Listening to you on Mindset Mondays is paying off subliminally. So, oh my God, can't I read? Is also paying off subliminally. That's really awesome. I'm glad I saw that. Thank you. That's that's really great. I'm really proud of you because that's exactly, that's like my goal is to see every single comment look like that and not, why did my boyfriend ghost me? <laughs> now that I'm not here for you guys, but like I really want to see you taking control and doing this for yourself. Okay. Okay. Okay, here's a great one. This is something I see a lot. How to deal with the sadness that you feel when you see a person your age or even younger achieving things you have dreamt of for years that you still haven't even come close to achieving. How to believe in your dreams when people tell you they are too big to achieve. Like when they tell you, nah, you can't be that because you will need a lot of luck. Okay, great question. This is something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, This is that like, why not me? How come them kind of a thing. And this is going to stop you up every step of the way in all kinds of arenas in your life. And actually everything always folds in on each other as it should. But I discussed this in today's episode of Mindset Monday, actually. So if you are listening and you want to check out another version of me talking about this very thing, check out Mindset Monday on my YouTube channel. But back to this. The issue here is not that other people are achieving or that they're younger or that yada yada, they have what you don't. It's that, or yeah, it's that you're saying these things, right? It's not that you're not 
able to get these things or that they're not possible for you. It's just that you're saying they aren't by reacting and, 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 and I'm going to say, I'm going to use the word saying. I like the word saying. I talked about it last week too. Like when I say saying, I mean thinking, acting, reacting, responding, narrating, all that stuff, saying. You're saying with your indignation and sadness that you, that other people are achieving things you aren't, that other people are achieving things. And here's the key. You aren't. So right here, you are intending that you don't get what you want because other people get it, but not you. How come they get it, but not me? And the more you, how come them and not me, the more, how come them and not me you get. So this goes back even to my beginning, what I was talking about at the beginning of your self-concept. Right now, you have written into your character description, everybody around me gets things, but I don't. They get what I want, but not me. And, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate because when you see other people getting shit in your reality, you manifested that. So it's not like you can't manifest it because you can. You've already done it and you're seeing it play out over and over. The problem is, is that you've added this caveat to it, which is, but other people can have it, but just not me. So that definition of self needs to be erase, 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 goodbye, 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 no more. I don't think so. This isn't me anymore. Yada, 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 no more. Okay. We have to change the script. We need to scrub, 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 scrub that story out because it doesn't, that's not you. It just happens to have been you because you've been feeding into it for so long. So we're no longer going to feed that beast. We're only going to feed the beast of I get stuff and so does everybody else. And if I see someone getting something I want, good. I manifested that for you, bitch. You see how powerful I am? You're welcome. I'm so good at this. I'm excited because all these things are coming to me also. And I'm experiencing them also as we speak. I am this now. And I'm happy for other people because I'm celebrating the fact that I manifested that in my world. You celebrate it. When you celebrate it, you are affirming that you did that, which means you are moving and further moving yourself into a reality where you are doing that shit and you're doing the shit that you like because we're no longer affirming that you're doing shit you don't like. You've got to flip the script on yourself, okay? So believing in your dreams when people tell you they're too big to achieve, be achieved, that's a good old-fashioned dose of everyone as you pushed out. Let's quote Neville Goddard again. That's them voicing to you your biggest fears, worries, and doubts. That's when I talked about earlier manifesting a lemonade for my husband, that's your lemonade right there because you were thinking a lemonade thought and you got a a lemonade from the person closest to you probably. Because remember, manifesting people is easy. So if you think that things are not they're too big to be achieved. You're damn right. The people around you are going to tell you that because you are telling that message and it's going to be reverberated or reflected back to you. So if you, and then again, if you think that you need a lot of luck, then you do. But if you understand that luck is like they say, man-made luck is a decision. Bringing it back again to when I talked about my own self-concept, I made the decision that I was ready to be Roxy motherfucking talks. And that's who I became. It wasn't that she wasn't in there already. It was that I wasn't stepping into her shoes. But now we're fucking dancing around in those things, right? Like you have to make the decision and decide, I don't give a fuck what people think. They can tell me whatever they want, but I know deep down, ultimately they get me, they understand me. They're on the same side. They're on the same page. They see what I'm doing. They're proud of me. They're ready to see me succeed. They're my biggest fans. They have my back, yada, 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 all that shit. And I am doing my thing. I don't care about luck. That doesn't even make any luck rhymes with fuck. So who gives a fuck about that? And I am just focused on me. It doesn't really matter. It's working out for me, period. 
You must tell the story. Other people are getting it because fucking abundance exists and I'm an abundant ass bitch and I just manifested it for you, 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 and you, and mine is here too. You keep it going because you are the story. Your chosen manifested world is one where you get what you want. Your current manifested world is one where everybody else gets it. So you got to make a a choice at the base level, the thoughts that support the reality you're in and switch them up for thoughts that support the reality you want to be in. Mic drop. So anywho, self-concept, self-definition, who you think you are, who you think you came here to be, it's all there for you. You can have it. No one, no one's stopping you from it except you. No one has the ability to stop you from it but you. And when you believe that other people are standing in your way or making it hard for you or treating you in a certain way, then they are. And that's just it. And when you start believing and telling yourself and hammering in the notion that they're doing exactly what I say that they're doing and what they're doing is loving and respecting me and treating with me with kindness – and that's all you'll, you see and all you accept and receive, then that's what it, it'll be. And if you are presented with some form of betrayal or loss or indignation in any way, it's your job then to realize that, okay, no big deal. Whatever that was, was good because I'm on my path to amazing things working out for me. So if that's best case scenario, then damn, I'm glad the worst case scenario didn't hit me because that, you know, things are working out for me. We're always intending that they're working out. So if something bad comes my way, damn, I'm glad it happened that way and not worse. That's the only way we got to look at it because we can't really afford to look at it any other way. We're creating as we're reacting. And so if something bad happens to me, and I'm like, fuck, bad things keep happening to me, then guess what? Bad things are going to keep happening to me. But if something bad happens and I'm saying, oh, shit good things keep happening to me. Good things are happening for me as we speak, then that's what's got to happen. And it's my definition of something that makes it good or bad. So whether something good or bad happens, if I say it's good, then it is good because I am the one making the definition. And if I say it's bad, that's what makes it so. So anyways, I hope you keep this concept in mind. Keep your own self-concept in mind. As you're navigating the 3D world, you're doing it, you're creating, you're choosing, you're, you're steering as you react and, and intend and, and all the above. Be, as you human, as you human, you're also steering your ship to the next human move moment, right? So be cognizant, be aware of what you're doing with your thinking brain and your, and your subconscious brain because you know, and <laughs> that's a whole nother can of worms, right? The subconscious mind. But um, the conscious mind, you do have obviously a lot more control over it. And as you control the conscious mind, the subconscious mind will follow suit. So, and also scripting helps the, com- the subconscious mind as well. Script before bed, fall asleep in that world, wake up and live in it the next day. <sighs> I love you all. We're absolutely all raising our vibrations together. You have the power to do anything that you want. I believe in you. You believe in you. Say it right now. Please say it. I want to hear you say, I believe in me. I believe in me. I do believe in me. Thank you, Roxy. I believe in me. You do have the power. I do believe in you. And I will see you next time.